Communities in Protea Glen and Protea South are working around the clock to finish mopping up operations at their homes, which were damaged by the floods that devastated parts of the neighborhood on Friday morning, as is the residents um, or are the residents of Lanasia, which was also hit by heavy flooding. And we discussed this with Johannesburg's MMC for Infrastructure, Michael Sun. Michael, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon, Anissa, and thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. So, have you been able to make some headway since the rains um, let up a little over the past um, two days? Uh, certainly. So, in terms of our department of uh, EISD, where we oversee City Power, Johannesburg Water, and pick it up, we were focusing on resolving a lot of the power outages as a result of the rain and the floods. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the very badly affected area include uh, Malaysia, uh, where you, the entire neighborhood was flooded. And of course, Rudaput is particularly bad. Um, but we certainly made a lot of progress there. We are seeing restoration. But unfortunately, we are still seeing some of the outages that needs to be attended to. But uh, mm-hmm. we are confident that uh, by the, the you know, close of tonight and tomorrow morning, that we will even make more progress. All right. So looking, I mean, you know, we've gone through the floods here in, in Durban a few months back. What does the damage to the infrastructure look like? You know, this is something that we we don't really experience in the city of Johannesburg. You know, we have mm-hmm. rain. Uh, you know, there, there are the flood, floods, but this kind of uh, amount of water that's not going down, it's really unprecedented. Torrential rain is, is causing tremendous amounts of uh, damage to our infrastructure. Um, I tell you, our infrastructure is very old, you'll probably know. But some of the listeners may not know how old our infrastructure really is. Just mm-hmm. to show with an example, um, the transformers that I went to look at, at the manufacturer substation in Rudaput, the transformers look well maintained, but in fact, these were installed and manufactured in the 1950s. Wow. So you have so you have those kind of very old infrastructure, no, 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 and, and and at least to mention some of the very old uh, pipes underground where we see mm-hmm. now roads are being washed away, roads are decaying because of the heavy rain, and that's also playing a a, a, a heavily impacted uh, um, course in terms of interrupted service. So it's really devastating for us, but we we obviously have a bigger plan um, in place. We have invested a tremendous amount of money to replace, repair, and renew the current infrastructure we have in the city of Johannesburg, not just in terms of electrical network, but also underground pipes and the other infrastructure such as water towers and reservoirs. Mm-hmm. So which areas are the most impacted on and where uh, you as well as the emergency service are struggling now to help those in need? So you, you'll see some of the flooded areas. Um, I, I know Peacock uh, Street in Lavesa is quietly badly damaged. Um, our colleagues at the Disaster Management and EMS, Emergency Management Services, in fact, you know, when, when the, 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 the floods were happening, they had to rescue people out of trees because they were washed away in their cars. Um, but we do a bit more of uh, the restoration work. Um, I can give you some of the places that are badly impacted. As I mentioned earlier, Rudaport, 
uh, Florida and all these other places, uh, Renberg, it's also badly impacted. So it's something that uh, we are now recovering and recuperating. Uh, we are asking our residents to please be patient with us. Some of these things do take time to repair, but mm-hmm. we certainly are getting there slowly every day. And the progress that we are now able to make is that we started with over 4,000 cores. So the cores are still coming in, but as a holistic picture in terms of repairs and restoration, we are definitely seeing a lot of progress. Oh, that's good to hear. So were you able to set up maybe temporary shelters for those people who have been forced to leave their homes? I believe so. I believe so. Our colleagues at the... um, disaster management they were able to provide uh, temporary emergency accommodation and of course you know this is done also with the assistance with community organizations a lot of the good people are coming forward to uh, bring uh, resources donations you know they are providing help so we are very lucky as Burgers, we are resilient uh, many uh, residents and community organizations always come to the fore and say, mm-hmm. where can I assist? Where can I bring the, 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 the supplies? So we are very grateful and certainly very happy that uh, in, in a situation such as this, that there are always good people from the communities coming to assist us. All right. So, um, you know, the mayor of Johannesburg, Paul Palazzi, has made a request to Eskom for a grace period of load shedding to give the city time to get back on its feet. What has come of this request? So Eskom has really uh, come forward. They've given us um, assistance. They've given us uh, indication. So City Power is now working very closely with Eskom to resolve that issue. Um, so the political... A request was made by the mayor, and uh, we we certainly are appreciative and uh, grateful for ESCOM to consider. But we understand it's a national issue. You know, load shedding is not just Johannesburg, but it's across yes. the country. So many other areas are also badly impacted. Um, but uh, we certainly are very grateful for ESCOM to work with us on that aspect. Mm-hmm. And then, um, is there a possibility that the situation will further deteriorate, especially as we're seeing that more rain has been forecast, or has the rain stopped at all? Elisa, you know, I, I look up to the sky now, it's nothing here, we've got very high yes. clouds, but you know, the weather is something that we can't predict. Um, uh-huh. As much as we rely on the weather service, um, the, the rain has uh, been predicted for, for the whole week. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but it really plays havoc on our repair work. And unfortunately, a lot of the uh, waterways are still being flooded. And that uh, will only make things worse if the rain keeps on falling. But then again, if I look at other parts of the country, not just Joburg, it's other areas of the city, uh, or in fact of, of the province and of the country. So we, we are holding, holding thumbs, we are praying for for our residents to say that the, the situation don't get worse, but that we are indeed prepared. If uh, things should deteriorate, we do have a backup plan to ensure that our residents are being attended to. All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate that um, you know you and the rest of the uh, Johannesburg team are trying to assist as best as possible to get residents' um, assistance, as well as uh, hopefully mop up as soon as possible so things can return to normal. Especially because it's at that time of the year when many people are moving around, it makes things so much more difficult. Um, so yeah, it's good to see that things are getting done, and all the best over the festive season for you. Great. Thank you very much.
pleasure. Bye-bye. And that was Michael Sun, the Johannesburg MMC for Infrastructure, talking to us about the mop-up operations that are being carried out across Johannesburg um, after the flooding from the um, unprecedented rainfall that has uh, hit the city.